0: This is Husker Online, your authority on Nebraska athletics.
1: It's finding the right guy. You know, we don't want to just take the 10th the best JUCO kid that you could get a high school kid, you know, that's number three on your board or vice versa. You know, we want to really do well uh,
0: and finish up strong in recruiting. I think we got a really good start to it, and uh, you just got to grind and. and uh, you know, finish to the end and work your butt off to get the right kids here that love football, that want to come here and help us get this thing turned around, because we will get it turned around.
1: And welcome back here to the Husker Online Show. That was Ryan Hell talking about Nebraska's plan for junior college recruiting. They have a bye week after Saturday's game at Purdue, so the Husker staff will go out and do some recruiting. This segment of the Husker Online Show brought to you by Kugler Vision and Nate Klaus. You're going to put that LASIK eye surgery to to work this week, driving out to Wichita and um, some other late-night road driving and uh, football action.
0: Yeah, getting out to Wichita, Independence, uh, putting that to use. And the thing about – lasik is uh you know there is a procedure for you over seven different procedures that kugler vision does uh depending on what your your ailment is with with your eye with your vision um, and, and the easy way to go and see what works for you is to go to lasikomaha.com um, and the thing that I learned was that in five minutes they can have it corrected for you uh, for both eyes uh, it only took me five minutes and now I don't have to wear glasses or contacts anymore so uh, get to lasikomaha.com.
1: All right, let's talk junior college recruiting Nate first of all you are going to be at Alex Khan's game we'd like to send you out to as many of the commit games as possible and um, we wanted to do a drivable game from lincoln and we looked at a couple options um unfortunately nash hutmacher season just ended they got knocked out of the playoffs but you you'll go down to wichita and, and do a doubleheader high school game on friday uh, but w- what's going to bring you to a independence juco game on saturday
0: well the the big name at independence uh is Dre butler the defensive lineman could play d end could be could move inside um you know six four six five 280 290 pounds and can, can actually rush the passer. I mean, he, he's got uh, – I think he's got close to double-digit sacks on the season. So And he has blown up lately. Nebraska offered him about a week or two ago. Um, and just here over the last few days, he's gotten Oklahoma, Alabama, a handful of really, really big offers. So uh, so that's one guy at Independence. I think you know Nebraska is keeping an eye on a handful of others there. But they're playing Highland Community College as well, uh, where Keem Green came from. Um, you know, Travis Geiger is another defensive lineman at, at Highland. Brian George is the cornerback that they've offered there. Uh, I know that they're keeping an eye on a couple linebackers, a couple other prospects at Highland. So there's going to be about four or five guys at least that either have offers from Nebraska or that Nebraska is really, um, you know, could be close to offering. So I, I think that it should be a really good matchup there uh, at, uh, at Dream U, uh, their Independence Community College. No J.B., no JB, no, no, no Jason Brown. Uh, so, so, no, probably a lot less drama uh, at the game <laughs> this weekend. But uh, nonetheless, should be should be pretty interesting to be done. God, that was
1: some good last chance to use with him on there. I mean, just well,
0: yeah. I mean, he was made for. He was made for that TV show. Now
1: anyway. you—they're going to be there doing like a, a a separate deal with this game, maybe or maybe maybe there's, there's
0: a chance that, that they could you know they're right now they're out in California shooting that and uh, season five yeah season five so there's a chance that they might still have somebody out there I, I'm not I'm not a hundred percent on that
1: now with Nebraska Nate, this is a really popular question, especially when seasons tend to go not south, but struggle at key areas. Where do you turn to in the JUCOs, and how many guys do you go JUCO? Um, Nebraska right now has not – correct me if I'm wrong. They have not brought in a JUCO player in for an official visitor yet. No. Um, but that typically happens in later November. Wisconsin and Iowa might be your JUCO target or two game. How many JUCOs realistically – do you think this staff would take when they can maybe only take about 23 in this class? Yeah,
0: I take that back. Uh, Omar Manning has taken an official visit. He took it in the summertime, uh, and he's the the junior college wide receiver out of Kilgore uh, down in Texas. And, um, and I think he's like the number three overall uh, JUCO receiver in the country in terms of yardage on the season. So he's he's having a great year. Um, you know, overall, I, I'd be surprised if they brought in and tried to sign more than three um I, I don't I don't think that necessarily fits this what the staff wants to do. I think ideally they want to build this program the right way, not with quick a bunch of quick. And three's fixes. a lot. And three,
1: yeah. It seems like I mean, a lot right now, at least. Yeah,
0: at least right now. Um I think when I think of a lot of JUCOs, I think anything more than like five or six um you know he callahan took like eight one year there's one year where he took about eight you know and the you know i always think about ron prince at k-state you know he he had a couple years where he's charlie weiss yeah yeah taking like 12 13 14 or more juco's that's now that's when you get into a cycle uh that you just cannot get out of that's a bad culture yeah that's a bad culture but i think if, if you bring in two or three uh i think that's i think that's a really good number um, you know, and the, I think the bigger question is what positions. Uh, obviously, we know they want a wide receiver uh, with Omar Manning, who's big, a big bodied guy, 6'3", 6'4", 220 pounds, um, you know, but they, they could use help on the offensive line. They could help use help on the D line. Um, You know, they've offered some some defensive backs and Ryan held said, you know, it's best, you know, whoever can help our team. And so um, the the interesting thing is going to be is, okay, well, who are they going to decide are the guys that they want to try and bring in that that they think can help this team and and play immediately to give them a boost at certain spots?
1: You're listening here to the Husker online show as we talk recruiting. Nate, what what do you know about the bye week? I know the staff that they'll be off for a second bye week. Um, essentially every two out, two out of seven or one out of seven years, you get double buys based on the number of Saturdays and weekends between Thanksgiving and Labor Day. This is one of them. Um, that means extra days on the road. Do you get a sense on what the game plan is going to be over the bye week?
0: So the game plan for the first bye week was getting out and seeing their commits, seeing a lot of their top targets that it had already visited. And I think for the second week it's going to be getting out and seeing a bunch of their top underclass targets or guys, underclassmen, that, that I think that uh, they've been keeping an eye on, that they could be close to offering. They may just need to see an in-person evaluation before they go ahead and pull the trigger. And so, um, you know, I, I, would, I would think that we could hear – you know, about a coach, maybe Chenander or somebody going out to see TJ Bowlers, the the four star outside linebacker out of Iowa. And he
1: was at the game this past weekend. It,
0: it, and that was the second time that he's been on campus, uh, you know, so far this fall. And I think maybe the fourth or fifth time overall that he's been on campus. So he's the number one player in the state of Iowa for 2021. So I would be shocked if they didn't go out and see him. And, um, and it's going to be those types of targets that they're going to be going out. Now, the entire staff essentially was out in the first bye week. And so they, used, they did use up a lot of their in-season evaluation. So I don't know if we're going to hear about, you know, the entire staff scattering out. Um, you know, and, and go, hitting the road for the second bye week, but certainly there's going to be some high-valued underclass targets, and probably some JUCO targets that they go out and see. and, uh, and I have a feeling we're going to hear and see a lot of new offers uh, going out there during that week.
1: And you'll see Alex Kahn, Nate. Um What are you expecting to see at his game?
0: Well, first of all, Derby's undefeated. They've got a great, great team this year, and and they're. I mean, that's a program that's been rolling uh, at a high level for a long time. And and he's play, he's played a lot of. Really really good football for them. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm just looking forward to, to getting out there and, and seeing how he operates, especially as an offensive tackle. I think Nebraska, um, you know, once he gets on campus, he could have opportunity to play tackle or inside. And, uh, and I want to get a better feel for maybe where he projects best at the next level.
1: All right, Nate and Greg will be down in Kansas watching football. Robin and I will be out in West Lafayette. So make sure you are logged on to HuskerOnline.com as – We will have you covered on everything here uh, this weekend heading into the bye week.
0: Thanks again for joining us this week on Husker Online, your authority on Nebraska athletics.